Texas Chainsaw Massacre is perhaps known as one of the most terrifying films of all time. Now nearing its 50th anniversary, I thought what a perfect time to talk about what exactly made this movie so terrifying at the time of release and continues to be one that people regard as one of the scariest movies of all time. There's a terrifying story behind all the behind the scenes um, shenanigans that happen with this movie as well, but that's a whole other video y'all. I'll definitely talk about that because we do have to talk about that as well. Today we're focusing on the scenes that made this the true scariest film of all time. Let's lay some foundation out first because there is definitely the scenes that made this movie, but I think the whole movie packaged together in the way that it is, is what makes this movie such a terrifying film. Before we get any further, go ahead and subscribe, hit that notification bell. We're going at 30,000 and you can come along, but let's talk about it. This film is sort of set up almost in a way that feels like a found footage um, type of film, right? Like we feel like this is something we shouldn't be seeing when we're watching it. Even from the beginning, it has this gritty look. It has these very weird angles. It doesn't feel like it's traditionally shot or any of that. And I think that's what really adds to this as well. And I think this is a movie that has laid a foundation for a lot of horror movies today with its simple premise of a group of young people being terrorized by a group of evil people. In this case, a family of cannibals. Texas Chainsaw Massacre definitely set the bar and standard for many slashers that came after it and still today. Even the final girl here, which may or may not have started with this film, but is undoubtedly one of the most famous things about it. Let's go back to the beginning of the film, however, to one of the first kills. Well, actually, the very first kill, if you want to count it, in the film. And that is the Kirk kill with the hammer. And it's almost set up in a very voyeuristic quality as well, where it feels like these angles and everything we're seeing is a hidden camera of sorts. Could even go ahead and say a found footage-esque feel as well. When we see Leatherface appear for the first time as well, it is very ghastly and in your face and really sets you back every time you watch it. It's just a very raw feeling to that as well. The blow that follows and the spazzing from Kirk always make it feel so realistic because you don't see that a lot in horror movies um, today where it feels this is actually happening. You know, like sometimes movies and horror movies, not in a bad way, but it does take you out of the film with the blood, the gore or whatever the case may be. Here, it is a film that doesn't really use a lot of blood when you really watch it, but it is the way that these things are set up that makes it feel realistic in that way. And I think the uh, final cherry on top of this scene is definitely the way the body is just dragged and the door is shut on us, almost like we weren't supposed to see this. And like Leatherface really saw us watching this and is like, mind your business. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I think that your mind really starts to wander in that moment, especially if you haven't seen it before, of what is coming next and what horrific possibilities will unfold for Kirk down there and what else is Leatherface hiding as well. Definitely a scene that I keep coming back to every time I watch it just because of the way it's set up so brilliantly to really have you now scared of Leatherface because up until this point we had not seen Leatherface and now that we do know who Leatherface is it kind of makes you a little bit more terrified as to what's to come next. So now we have this established in the movie. We know Leatherface is real. We know Leatherface is scary and we know that they are a brutal killer. So now that we're anticipating the next appearance, it sort of is on the filmmaker to sort of let us not really see Leatherface again, right? Like, so we don't really get a good glimpse at Leatherface throughout the movie as we follow. We get fast shots, we get low angles, we get these distorted looks at Leatherface throughout and it's not 
not until we get to the next scene that I'm going to talk about is when we really see the full um, Leatherface in a different light as well, which makes it a little bit more terrifying because we had been anticipating something else and then we got something else completely different. And that, of course, is going to be the dinner scene where we finally see all of the family here. We see the hitchhiker, we see Leatherface, and we see the cook. So that's pretty much where we have our final girl, Sally, now after we have seen the family brutalize the rest of her friends. And Sally knows all of this as well. So her fate now is pretty much in these sadistic cannibals' hands. And it doesn't look too good for her. She knows this. So this is why we see that now she is in a frenzied panic. The shots in the scene are also very experimental close-ups, a lot of fast angles, all of that, that caused this scene to be that not only terrifying but disorienting and panic inducing it's also such a morbid still with leatherface hitchhiker cook and grandpa who up until this point if we're watching it for the first time we're not sure if he's alive or if he's dead and then if you look at everything laid on the table as well it is just a very very morbid scene in general and I think this is still one of the most infamous scenes in all of horror just because of there aren't much really happening. You know, horror movies usually have a lot of moving parts to them, somebody being chased, all of this. But I think the tension here rises more as we are just stuck in this room and it feels very claustrophobic and it just feels like what is about to happen? Like where where is she going to escape? This room is so like small and all of this. Where is it where we're going next, right? So I think that's definitely one of the reasons that it is just a horrific scene. Also, the fact that the family is just mocking her and she is screaming and all of this, it makes the scene feel that much more morbid as you see this person who is screaming bloody murder in order to try and escape and get anybody to help them. And at the same time, this family of sadistic cannibals know nobody's going to come and help. They know they're in the middle of nowhere. And you add that in with the mocking that they do to this young girl. And it really does add that much more horror to what's about to really happen to this woman. As we see even the points when grandpa is about to hit her and we see grandpa moving all of this a little bit. It kind of feels very uncanny and it's just so, so disturbing, honestly. And it still gives me like goosebumps thinking about it, like that whole situation. I think the final scene. I want to talk about is definitely going to be Sally's escape because you see that Sally will do whatever it takes to get out of here whether that means hurting herself going through a window or even running into traffic just in order to get out of there is just the best option for her and when she finally is able to escape and you just hear her cries weaving in there with her laughter and her relief physically she has escaped the hell she was in but mentally will always be there Leatherface also survives to torment others and that's honestly what makes Leatherface scary at the end is that you see Leatherface just do this final dance that just feels creepy, morbid, and downright scary. No remorse left in Leatherface and I think that's what really makes Leatherface such a truly terrifying horror icon as well because unlike other icons like Freddy Krueger, Chucky, Jason Voorhees, Leatherface feels the most real right here. In all of the movies, Leatherface has no real supernatural abilities that adds to the fear of that character being closer to our reality than any of the other characters. And I think it's this whole uh, disconnect and disassociative nature that Leatherface has. It also is added in with the whole thing about how his family takes advantage of him. You can see throughout this movie and in the later sequels, you see it a little bit more. But I think just that little added part there makes you feel for this very tormented character but at the same time you also are very terrified of them as well because you know that they are very close to their family so they will do whatever it takes and whatever their family wants as well even if that means 
killing and killing again. And I think that what makes this film stand out from the rest of the films that came after it is definitely that grungy feel and simplistic story that was accompanied by a disturbing amount of imagery and shocking reveals. And just that voyeuristic feeling that it has from beginning to end, like I said, it is just something that makes it that much more terrifying that you feel like this is a movie you shouldn't be seeing. And maybe it is a movie you shouldn't be seeing, but at the end of the day, I think that's what keeps people coming for more is that whole feeling of, I don't think I should be watching this anymore. But, you know, this is my thoughts and opinions on what makes Texas Chainsaw Massacre the 1974 version that's scary and let me know what you think what else did i miss what else could i talk about more i really like to know and if you don't find it scary let me know why i'm very curious as well but anyways that's gonna do it for me make sure you follow us for more on things we love we have a ton of more videos coming for you on all the things you love from music video games movies tv shows all of that but as always i'll see all of you next time stay safe stay positive y'all